2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Yeah, it's uh, been
0: 19 years. Happy anniversary. Look at that. Happy 19 anniversary years ago to you. No, yep. That's the day we debuted right here on Q102. Yep.
1: Were you guys nervous or do you remember anything about that day? Nervous
2: energy, but uh, you know, that in a good way.
1: You came on the air and it were was like exce-
2: It's like,
0: "Oh boy, here we go." Yep. "Hey, we're <laughs>
1: Jeff and Jen from Florida."
0: Let's see, let's see how long it takes us to figure out who they really hired. <laughs> <Go on>. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. Jeff was always really good at putting tape together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he That's made true. us sound really good. I remember yeah. listening
1: to your tape. And then I also remember the first time that I met you in Tommy's office, it was the two of us, Leslie and Tommy and i remember jeff and i was like cuz at the time our old morning show was given was telling us like you guys got to come up with games you have to make up games like and we were like okay so i remember asking you like what games do you guys play or <laughs> what whatever and you played name that tune or something as you were drumming on a desk did uh, you yeah. remember that yeah Yeah. Tusk. And he played Tusk. Yes. I was
2: like, what
1: kind of you were like, well we kinda do name that tune and I'm like, okay.
2: By just, you know, banging on the sofa in the back of the studio (laughs) with with a leather couch. In a nice hollow.
0: We were we were creative back then, weren't we? Well you had just
1: had the baby, I remember. Like Jacob Jacob was was a year old. He was not even that old and you were talking about him and
0: Yeah. He was a year when we moved here. Yeah. Yep.
2: No, they, uh, they they looked at a lot of people, and uh, after they all turned it down,
0: they <laughs> settled. Yep. that we is were all actual. they could afford. <laughs> <laughs> 19 uh, years later, we're yeah, still here. I, I thought, well, we can live with them for a few years, and <laughs> we'll just keep looking. Yep. It's funny. To another 19
2: more. Here we go. Congrats, yes. guys. Thanks. Uh, we learned something new today although I'm not really sure what we're going to do with this but it turns out there's a website called WikiFeet. WikiFeet. Mhm. Where you spend all dang day checking out celebrities feet.
0: Okay, who's Kim- got to who do we know has pretty feet?
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Kim Kardashian recently discovered WikiFeet though and while she was initially confused by it she was psyched to learn that the star- that the site gave her a perfect score of 5 stars.
0: Oh well, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, it seems like most
2: celebs get the five-star treatment, although for some reason, Miley Cyrus only has four. I wonder
0: what Miley's doing. Does
1: she have like a snaggle toe or something? That's what I'm
0: wondering. Or is it, yeah, is it based on the overall, I imagine everything counts from the yeah. the pedicure, you know, the care that they take as well as the shape of the foot. The arch. Yes.
2: I imagine. Uh, it should probably go without saying that this site only has pictures of women's feet.
0: That's unfortunate. Or women. Or fortunate. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm sure there are female foot fetishists out there. Sure. But I do feel like this is way more of a guy thing. Yeah. Uh, WikiFeet also has a dating platform and a merch store where you can buy WikiFeet baby clothes. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So there's that.
0: All right. WikiFeet. WikiFeet. We'll have to look at that because now I'm curious who has really nice feet. Okay, so if you mess with Taylor Swift, you know, she's, yeah, the Swifties are going to, they're all going to pull together and make sure you pay. You don't want to mess
2: with the Swifties.
0: So Terry McAuliffe, McAuliffe, yep. I think is how you say his name, McAuliffe, yep. is trying to use that to his political gain. He's a Democrat running for the governor of Virginia, and his opponent is a Republican named Glenn Youngkin. Well, Glenn has a history with Taylor, sort of. He's the former CEO of the Carlyle Group, which backed the sale of Taylor's former label Big Machine Records to Scooter Braun. <laughs> So, we know how Taylor and all of her fans felt about that. So, McAuliffe is buying digital ads, letting the Swifties know that Yunkin, quote, helped buy Taylor Swift's masters out from under her. They also include the hashtag, We Stand With Taylor. That's funny. So, Youngkin's campaign called the ads desperate and pathetic, but pretty darn funny. Yeah, it's clever. Yeah, it is. we'll say that. We'll see if it gets them to the polls. Wow. Yeah. That's so
2: funny. It is. It's
1: pretty savage, though. Clever.
2: Uh, so Molly Ringwald is mainly recognized for her roles in John Hughes films from the
1: Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
2: Surgery has an
0: 1980s all the good ones pretty in pink breakfast Breakfast club Club, 16 candles yeah what else was she in there was more
2: i don't know but she struggles with showing those movies to her kids especially her 12 year old daughter who oh god whom she describes as quote the most woke individual you'll ever meet
0: oh so she can hardly say anything yeah
2: on Annie Cohen's serious show, uh, Molly was saying, I, 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 don't, I don't even know how I'm going to go through that because watching it with her and her saying, oh, my God, how could you do that? How could you be a part of something, you know? Like that. Yeah. Uh, she says that even <laughs> though there are elements from those movies, 1980s, that she finds homophobic, uh, the movies are also about people who feel like outsiders and are, for lack of a better word, complicated. Yeah. Uh, Molly said, I I feel like that's what makes the movies really wonderful. The elements that I find troubling and that I want to change for the future, you know, doesn't mean I want them to be erased.
0: Because it's a snapshot of a place in time. Yes,
2: it's a moment
0: in time. Yeah.
2: I'm proud of those movies. And I have a lot of affection for them, and they're very much a part of me.
0: Uh, Yeah. So. I can't help it if I'm flipping through channels and I see one of those on. Oh, yeah. I have to at least watch for a few minutes because it's just so funny. See, 16 Candles. There's so many moments in that that are just fall off the couch funny.
1: With
0: long duck dong. Oh, yes. No more Yankee, my wanky. The donger need food. That just is. (laughs) I mean, come on
2: hilarious but there was a moment that she was talking about specifically one time in another interview where when she talked about breakfast club there's a scene where i think it was judd hirsch's character or not judd, judd, Hirsch, Nelson. but judd nelson's character who like he crawls underneath the table in the library yes. and he gets a glimpse of molly ringwald's character her panties who was wearing a skirt <laughs> right and they show that and you know she chastises him and she, kicks, gross him. And she yeah. kicks him or whatever but she said that scene really like makes her feel uncomfortable today and she even expressed that i think back then and she mm-hmm. since had a conversation with the director saying were you out of your mind what were you thinking like i would never allow you to do that today yeah you, know, you took advantage of me when i was a kid and it is what it is but yeah, yeah. I remember she really took John Hughes to task with that.
0: So that was it. Years later. That Those weren't stunt panties. Those were her. No, they were stunt
2: panties. But she said the point is, is it, it it was a form of objectification that I'm not OK with. Yeah. Was the overall gist of that.
0: It would be interesting to go back and watch all those movies through the eyes of a woke 12 year old just to see what all would get picked out about it. Yeah. Just out of curiosity. Well, like them
1: paying to see the panties and that movie you're talking about. The 16
0: Remember? Candles. She gives
1: her panties to, what's his name? And then he lets people come into the bathroom and pay money to see him.
0: Crazy. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. And there would be racist stuff with Long Duck Dong oh, for, for sure. sure. Be tons there. Yeah. It's a point of history, though, yep. for sure. Yep, we've come a long way, baby. Sure mm-hmm. have, and that's a good reminder. You know, stuff like that. You know, that's why we need that stuff so we have a reference to see just where we have. Yeah, we made got changes. a ways to go, but but there's progress, right? There's progress. Yeah. So remember back in the day when Paris Hilton seemed to be doing something fun and amazing every minute of every day. She was just, if there was a party happening, she was there in the middle of it. And the paparazzi was there to make sure they recorded every second of it. Well, this is kind of funny because when Paris' mom, Kathy Hilton, couldn't find her... She would call the city desk at the New York Post. That's
2: really funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. I can't find my daughter. Where is my daughter?
0: She would, this is the quote. She said, I used to call the city desk at the New York Post. I would say at one in the morning, excuse me, hi, it's Kathy Hilton. Um, do, you, do you by any chance know Paris where where she is right now? That's
2: really funny.
0: Usually they'd be able to track her exactly. She said, this is the way I lived for years. Wow. I was listening to a
1: podcast once that was Paris and Nikki Hilton, and she talked about how she snuck out all of the time yeah like that was her big thing like she consistently would always sneak out nikki not as much but paris was like never at home and that was like a big problem with their family so much so that they ended up sending her away to like a boarding school or something because she was such a bad teenager
0: yeah she says that it was such a scary and hard time in their lives because paris would disappear for days at a time Mm -hmm. and they'd have no idea where she was Wow, <laughs> that'd be awesome though to have access. To- oh yeah. yeah, can you imagine? Yeah. Oh,
2: she just she just left a club. She'll be home soon. No worry. Yeah, she's We're heading your direction. Own. One of our guys is following her home right now. She'll be there soon. Uh, Renee Zellweger is playing real life convicted killer Pam Hupp in a new NBC series called The Thing About Pam. Uh, but this will require her to wear a suit that uh, adds on the pound shall we say and possibly a prosthetic nose it'll be interesting to see if renee receives any backlash especially since sarah paulson and gwyneth paltrow were both accused of promoting fat phobia by wearing fat suits for their roles in renee's defense she's made comments in the past about how gaining and losing weight for roles has led to panic attacks pam huff is currently serving life for a 2016 murder she also recently pleaded not guilty to another murder in 2011. Hmm. Anything else, Jen? Nope, that's it. All right, we'll leave it there. That's your latest news. More to come after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, you're going to love this. Boy, we got tickets for you. Tickets to the mixtape tour, Yay. baby, featuring New Kids on the Block, Salt, Pep, Rick Astley, and En Vogue at the Heritage Bank Center goes down in May. And it's going to be a show. Mm -hmm. Jamie. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning?
1: I'm great.
0: All right. Awesome. You want to go to this show, don't you?
1: I really do. I'm so excited. Uh, I did see you fit the block twice, but I was like, 13 so i'm super excited
0: you're long past due for another show my friend long past due. they just keep getting better with age i swear to you it's true you'll have the
1: same feeling though you did when you were 13 and you were that excited like they do bring back that nostalgia to their show it'll it'll take you back for sure i'm
0: sure it will were you a joey girl
1: I was. How did you know that? I just know these things. Because everyone was. (laughs) That's not true. I was a Jordan girl. That's how I ended up
0: Jennifer Jordan, don't you know? He was the
1: cutest with those little blue eyes.
0: Mm, Joey Joe. All right. He's still cute.
1: All right. Here we go.
0: Which one of these is the real one? Is it A? A mailman wouldn't stop peeing on a customer's mailbox? Is it B, a garbage man fired for rolling around naked in mayor's trash? Or C, construction worker fired after causing crash with huge plumber's crack?
1: Oh God, that's so hard. I'm gonna say A. A. Say A. What'd you say? My first think it was A, but I was like, <laughs> is, "Can that even be true?"
0: <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It's A. Yay! Yay. Yay. So I'll see you at the show. <laughs> I'm so good at this
1: game. <laughs> nice. You are brilliant. You're
0: brilliant.
2: Yeah. Do you tip your
0: mailman at Christmas? Usually. I need to. This year I'm going to.
2: Yeah, this woman probably will not be. There's a woman near Cleveland who caught her mailman peeing on her mailbox last month. Mm. And it wasn't the first time he'd done it.
0: That's just the point in his route where he's got to (laughs) go.
2: She recently moved into a new apartment and her landlord told her there was an ongoing issue with a mailman who wouldn't stop peeing on their mailboxes. And when she finally saw him do it, she confronted him. He hadn't even zipped up yet, so his junk was, like, still in full view. Oh, wow. Now, it's not clear if he peed on the base of the mailbox or farther up the post.
1: Why, why, why?
2: But he started yelling at her and poured out a water bottle, apparently to wash away the pee. <laughs> she called the cops. I have audio. This is some audio from the police body cam. She called the cops who tracked the mailman down, and before they even asked him a question, he told them he had just spilled his water bottle, which, you know, seems suspicious because they hadn't even asked him about it yet. Yeah, They exactly. said you were urinating on a mailbox. Oh, they're, they're mine. Based on, again, the smell of urine in the area. Public decent. Yes, that's what urinating in public is. Spoke with your postal supervisors. They want you to continue your route, you know, finish your day. I was just blown away that he was still on the route. I just assumed he would have been taken off of it. He seems pretty combative with everybody who's talked to him about it instead of being apologetic. Yeah, he denied the whole thing, called the allegation crazy, but the cops said... Even the cops said the mailbox still smelled like urine and cited him for public
0: indecency. That would suck every time you go to get your mail; it just reeks. Oh, I know. Didn't we
1: have a story one time about one a mailman that was taking a poop at somebody's house? What? Yeah, I remember we had it like on video. Jeez, they I were don't like remember in that. A, they were like in a cul-de-sac or whatever, and he would go over to like the woods or whatever and kind of their area and go number I've heard two. Heard of
2: neighbors or joggers doing runners? That. I don't think yeah, I've heard of a yeah. mail guy. I thought
1: doing it was it. the mailman because I remember we were commenting like. What the
0: heck? Hmm. Hmm.
2: All right. It's 11 after 7. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up next, a classic second date update. You might have missed the first time around, but uh, it's new to you. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.